Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts, Matthew Dooch and Sean Scavana. News, reviews, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull. Hello, everybody, welcome to episode. I, I don't know. Of Legends of Grayskull podcast, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, Shira, Eternia, Ethereum, Nora, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Lakebird, UK, Animals, anything and everything you can think of that He-Man, Shira, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power! <laughs> that Mattel! <laughs> I'm Matthew Dooch, here again, as always, with Sean Scavarna. Sean, how are we doing today? I kind of did a semi-truffle shuffle there. I was kind of proud of myself. Um, beyond that, I am doing okay for the most part. How are you? Wonderful. Been a, <laughs> been a busy week. I've been mm-hmm. building detolfs. Let's give everyone an update right quick. So, yeah, I got I got detolfs built. I got uh, lights, what I was working on. When Sean interrupted me, so once I get yeah. the lights in, we're ready to go. One step closer to getting that whole collection displayed. So, with those lights doing that right now, you need some Disco Skeletor on that detolf. You realize that, right? Masters, masters, masters. Yep. The wind. Get on it. <laughs> Masters of the Universe rave music. <laughs> well, that, that'd be swords and boots and swords and boots and swords and boots. <laughs> thighs out, skies out, thighs out, thighs out. Yeah, thighs out, skies out, thighs out, skies out. That's, that's the uh, Bushadi special edition version. The remix. Oh. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, check out Podcasters of the Universe. Very unoriginal title, but everything else about those two guys is amazing. <laughs> so, this is not episode 100. Mm-hmm. No. We gave up on that. We, we're not we doing should. an episode 100. <laughs> we're just going to skip right race. over it. We're going to 101, pretending everything's fine, yeah. (laughs) We're going to go 99 and a half. That's what we're going to go with this one. Uh, Because that's basically what it is. So we weren't ready for episode 100, but there's been some news that we really felt like talking about, so here we are. And don't worry, episode 100 is still coming. We got some big things planned. Uh, it should be it should be epic. So stay tuned, like, share, subscribe, all that, so you're ready to go. Uh, but for today, let's start off with something positive. Um, and I didn't pull any pictures because it's kind of an impromptu episode, but they're all over online. Mondo. Oh, yeah. revealed that they are releasing their Trapjaw action figure. It, it almost feels like a disservice to call it an action figure. I don't know what else. We need a term for like a premium action figure. 
Yes. Sean got the pictures. Over to your right a little bit. Mm. There you go. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. So, this will be released on March 7th, 9 a.m. Pacific, probably. Maybe. I could be wrong on the time. But March 7th, it'll be available for 48 hours. No sellouts from what I understand. It sounds like it's going to be one of those timed pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, you're, you're, you got a bit hard by the Mondo bug. Uh, Trapjaw, mm-hmm. question mark. I, I am back and forth on this one. I will have to see where I am when it comes to next week. Um, at first... Like he 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 look, I'm not gonna say he looks bad. He looks awesome. Absolutely. Pro- probably my favorite version of Trap Jaws since two thousand X. But price price point is definitely in there because the prices on these are I mean, He Man for the deluxe was two sixty five. He comes with quite a lot for being I still up. think he'll be that l- lower that one seventy five, is it? If, like if he's around that price point, I probably will pull the trigger. Um, but yeah, like I mean, with, with that much stuff, I don't yeah, know. So he's almost looking hold like deluxe. So it comes with trap jaw body, two trap jaw heads, one Cronus head. It comes with two arms, like actual arms, so you can do the Cronus. Tap your screen right quick. It's about to go. There you go. Uh, so it comes with both, like, real arms, so you can make Cronus. It comes with left and right hands. And then it also comes with the trap jaw weapon arm. It's got his classic gun, claw, and grabber, pincher. Uh, then it also comes with a grappling hook attachment, a fly swatter, and the energy bow, as long as it's crazy uh, spiked back. Mm-hmm. So, a ton, a ton. ton of options there. And and the thing I was surprised by, this was only in the last day or two that I noticed this. The Mondo-esque version of the head has more of a square, flat jaw. Yeah. But they did go old school and, and make a legit, right there, more of a vintage mm-hmm. head. So... Yeah, I mean, there's not much I can say about this that would be anything bad in any way, shape, or form. He's probably he's probably right up there, in my opinion, with Man at Arms for figures that I feel like they did a nice improvement or or upgraded what we know. So, um, so yeah, it it's oh my god. See, that's this is how it all happens because I'm paying off things. I have Battle Cat still I'm paying down. I have Anti-Attorney I'm paying down. I'm still paying down He-Man and this. So I understand the pain now of the people who like to collect this line. And I'm just sitting here going, if I pull the trigger on this, do I even have a chance to pull the trigger on Skeletor? Because that one is where my heart is more than anyone else right now. Even though I already went in on some of these other ones. And that's the problem. Especially with Mondo, they like to just be like, here. It's coming in a week. Yeah. Now, yeah. They did tease Trap Jaw. We knew he was coming, but all of a sudden, like two days ago, they're like, oh yeah, the seventh. Mm-hmm. 
And today is the second of March. Yeah. Um, I'll probably get this out today, but just so everyone knows. So it's like, what do you do? And look at He-Man and She-Ra. I had to miss out on She-Ra because it was dropped right after He-Man. And I'm like, I can't swing them both that close together. Exactly. I had to miss out on Battle Cat just because of his price point. But now I'm on the other side where it's like, so now I'm going to, I got to pick up a She-Ra. I want to. I don't have to do any of it. I want She-Ra and Battle Cat. So now you're in the aftermarket Uh where you're looking at at least a $100 bump, it seems. Mm-hmm. Just right off the bat, and it's tough. Uh, I actually like the trap jaw a lot better than I thought I would from Same. seeing the early concept and everything. I'm still not, the, the loincloth is about the only thing that's still kind of detracted from me, but it looks better now than it did in the concept art. It, it yeah. blends better, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. I love them going the extra step, you know. Straight from filmation, the energy bow, the fly swatter, like, mm-hmm. you didn't, the, the energy bow, honestly, is the one that's like, because he always had that filmation, because they didn't want the the gun, you know, the obvious mm-hmm. gun. And so right there, I'm just like, oh, you guys, you give it so much love and everything in these polls. And they take the energy bow and the fly swatter, and they make them look like they belong with the yeah. hook and the gun and everything, and it's like yeah, they they don't stick out like sore thumbs or anything. No. It's very much it fits the aesthetic of a character really well. Exactly. So, and all those parts, it's all. I mean, let's be honest. If I had unlimited income, you know, Nate Strong level of wealth. <laughs> I mean, you're buying two, right? Because it's got all the parts for Cronus. So. Yeah, again, the price point, they haven't released the price point yet. That we're going to find out, I'm guessing, on the 7th. Which. And that, that bugs me on a certain level because if I had the ability, like, I, I have the ability of getting a little bit saved up between now and then amazingly, but not enough to pay the whole thing. But if I had it uh, just a little bit tucked away and then I can put it towards it, I'll feel a little bit better. So we'll see where it comes out on the seventh. Um, but as of right now, I'm, I'm very 50 50 because he is a great piece. He was actually on my list of, if I got like, uh, I know they're, they, they tease beast man. And they also are, are going to do the deluxe Skeletor. So Beastman and Skeletor were definitely on my list. Teela being a possibility, plus Man at Arms already being done. If I could get Teela, Man at Arms, He Man, and then uh, to accompany them, Skeletor, Beastman, and maybe Trapjaw. That's where my head. It's like, oh my god! And on top of that, pre-orders on Mythic Legions. Pre-orders on this, pre-orders—it's like I, I finally hit that that wall of I, I was all like, "Yeah, I can get all this stuff," and now it's like, "I can all this stuff down." I hate life, so it, it's not <laughs> as positive as you were hoping, I guess, by me saying that. But no, it, it's a it's a gorgeous piece, and it's not He Man where I had to have it. He Man was like, "Beg, steal, borrow, whatever" to to make that happen. This one is more. If I end up getting them on the secondary market, 
I'd rather know that I have Skeletor in the bag first. You know, like, you need those tent poles, He-Man, Skeletor, and then after that, I can play around with however it works out for me. So, And yeah, that's just a... I mean, we talked about it before in the show, but it's that we live in a great era, but at the same time, it's also like, man, there is so much out here right now that it's impossible mm-hmm. to keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, you mentioned other pre-orders, the Mythic Legion's retailer appreciation yeah. wave just dropped. It's yes, got two figure Obscura and two mm-hmm. Mythic Legion's characters. Um, all in, well, repaint, redeco for the majority of them. One's an all-new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got the blue Hagnon, so we don't have to listen to Colin cry anymore, which is yeah. amazing. But I'm worried how often he's going to be using that now. Uh, it, oh, we, we changed history. We made it happen. I'll just be like, I it's, didn't need it to happen in the first place. That's just me. I so. love blue Hagnon. <laughs> Uh, so I then we got the, principle. <laughs> the Leger, a new elf. Yeah. And then we've got redecos of Father Christmas in green mm-hmm. robes. And then we've got the redeco of the Headless Horseman mm-hmm. with the green flames. Uh, so I jumped on Horsehead Toys. Link mm-hmm. in the comments. Or description. Yeah. I can't talk to that. But David Carbolka. Runs Horsehead Toys, great guy, great website, fast, free shipping over $100, no taxes, small down payment at pre-order, and you earn rewards points. I've I've earned a free figure, basically, already from him. So, highly recommend him. I got the Headless Horseman because I was bummed I missed out on the first release. And honestly, I think the green flames looks even cooler than yeah. the orange, in my opinion. Uh, and then, of course, I got a blue Hagdon, because I love glow, translucent, all those figures. And it gives me... Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that wispy skull head from the Undead Builder, and I'm going to put that on the blue uh, Hagdon. That okay. way he's distinct... And that's mm-hmm. a head that I really liked, but I've already got planes for the Undead Builder, so it's like I wanted something else to do with that head. So this yeah. is a perfect body for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agreed. Uh, Horsehead Toys, Dave Carbolka, uh, he actually reached out to me before we started recording. He thanked me uh, for putting in my pre-order. I, I went, right now, I just went for the Horseman. Yeah. Because... Uh, I was shocked at how, in my opinion, the first one was good. The first one was like a holy crap. We're getting like a, a figure set with this. That's awesome. But then when yep. you see the flames on this one and when you see the glow in the dark bits yeah. that were on the original, I this is one of those pieces where it's like up the game completely. Like this, this one to me is the one you want to go after more than the traditional one that they released last October. Um, and then I'm actually, as weird as it sounds, because I don't have any elves, Yeah, I might go in on the Leger figure because I had a uh, kit bash that I did to make a like a brother-in-arms to Rhaegor, which I know 
Curtis Ackerman loves hearing me talk about Gregor. But uh, I had like a, a tribe where they would be like some of the most elite fighters, and I had to get rid of those last year due to you know life. Um, so he would be a perfect one because I love that his skin tones are gray. Yeah. And I was just looking at that before we recorded too, and I'm like, I like this. I can make him his own character, and he doesn't feel human then, and that makes him a little more spooky. I love that it gives him like a mystery. It's got that like Boba Fett thing going on, like who is that under the mask and all that. So I might actually go but in like on that one. Vintage so. Empire Boba, not Boba. Vintage Empire Boba, not Boba, Boba, Book of Boba Fett. Yes, exactly. Or or even the prequels. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I actually think I might go in for him because then I, I I don't I don't need elves in my collection. I'm not barbarian guy, but this gives me another avenue because all of my barbarians are just you know like Caucasian for the most part. So this gives me that uh, diversity to it, which I think is really cool. Agreed. That's a great looking figure. Just you know me, knights, elves, barbarians, like that's mm-hmm. all like the bottom. Bottom tier. I could I could do with a whole collection of just the creatures and the monsters. Like, That's why he does another podcast called Slumming It with Sean, and he puts these parts on it because he knows how barbarian-centric my collection is. <laughs> Sean and his barbarians, <laughs> let's talk about demons. We're going to have exorcisms tonight, folks. So, yeah. Oh. But yeah, that's out there right now. You've got the whole month to uh, pre-order. All right, guys, we're back. Little technical difficulties. <laughs> my uh, my camera cord got yanked out while I was reaching my phone. So we're back. We're back. We're back. All right, on to what really drove Sean and I to want to get together today. And that was actually uh, back. Was Superman. <laughs> back on the 21st of February, uh, someone had tweeted i don't have the original tweet or is this instagram i don't know it, i don't know the difference I, uh, it was on twitter okay it, so it, this it, is a tweet someone had tweeted yeah. uh basically what's going on with cgi he and amanda daybert daybert something like that responded simply it was not renewed for more so of course in true internet fashion this led to a million facebook posts and youtube videos and all of the clickbait Going Netflix team and canceled. Um, everybody who didn't like it, you know, obviously this is their vindication that it was pure garbage and nobody watched mm-hmm. it ever, and it was put out of its misery. Um, 
Sean, just the first tweet. So she, she, this is what she wrote, word for word. It was not renewed for more. Mm-hmm. Where does your mind go when you see that post? My mind just goes to we we are waiting to see if it will be renewed, but as of right now, it's still in limbo. Exactly. That was my thought too long. But I saw the original tweet get shared around, and I said, well, hopefully it will get renewed. Yeah. Because that's what she's saying. It was not renewed for more. Granted, I should have looked it up. Uh, part three just dropped November, was it, of 22? Not too long ago, yeah. Right. So, to me, it's like, okay, we're deciding what we're going to do next. Uh Netflix is known for that. I mean, Stranger Things went year, what, a year, year and a half between seasons? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's I, fine? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, the other thing, too, is, I mean, it's animated series. It's not like, it's not like just getting the gang back together or whatever. They have to design stuff for whatever they're working on in the new season and stuff. Now, you know, I we don't have any knowledge if they are doing that as of right now since it has not been renewed. But in, you know, like, they created those, the three seasons that we have, they created those as kind of like a bunch from what I understand. Right. It was and it was time. Exactly. So you have them all and then they could put them out in, as the waves like they did, as the parts that they did. So that started like a, not when he was showing off the book. The, the production on that started in 2019, right? And we only got the series at the end of 2021, going into 2020, or no, 2020 was yep. it 2022. So we, I, I've got it here. First season was September mm-hmm. 16th of 2021. The second yeah, okay. season was March 3rd of 2022. Mm-hmm. And the third season was August 18th, 2022. Yeah, so it's... So we're looking at you, seven months. Yeah. Seven months! Mm-hmm. Not even, because I went to March, and it's not even the middle of March yet. Yeah. Six and a half months since part three dropped. Mm-hmm. I I just don't get these people that jump straight to it's canceled when that's not what it was said. And real mm-hmm. quick here, she did follow up. Uh, I believe this was today, or else at least this is when I saw it. If it was it was this week or last week because I saw the post probably in the last couple days. All right. So she she responded, y'all. I didn't say it was canceled. Mm-hmm. There has been no renewal to my knowledge. That is all I know. Mm-hmm. Which is right where your in my mind went to was, okay, she's just saying it hasn't been renewed yet. Mm-hmm. Netflix has been very vocal about when they're canceling something. They will tell mm-hmm. you that this Absolutely. is it. 
And yes, they have canceled popular shows even. So I guess that's mm-hmm. what irritates me as well, is these people are like, well, it, it can't be popular because it's canceled. Yet you've heard about people getting mad that Netflix cancels popular series. Yeah. It just, it's one of those things where it's like, people are going to make this fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, all we really know it, we know there's plans for a fourth season. We covered that them that were in the art book. And right now, Netflix has not ordered more. But at the end of the day, that's the beauty about Mattel having their own entertainment division now, is at the end of the day, Netflix is the distributor. So even if they decide not to proceed, Mattel could theoretically take everything, because they're smarter now than they were in the 80s. They hold mm-hmm. all the rights to this stuff. Mm-hmm. They could go make a movie, make a direct-to-video streaming thing, you know, release it, partner up with another streaming company. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I, I think when, I, when everybody went to, oh, it's canceled, the first thing in my head that I thought of was like, how many of those main, you know, like video, made for video or, you know, right yeah. to video releases of Barbie have there been over oh, the last yeah. 10 years? I mean, my daughter was sucked into those for quite a while and we would just buy her the DVDs or we'd mm. find them randomly online. So it's like, well, I don't see Netflix. It, Netflix has really gone deep. I, I don't understand. I shouldn't say deep. They, but they've gone all in on He-Man for the fact that they have Revolution, Revelations, yep. uh, or Revelation, not Revelation, sorry. Um, <laughs> CGI, and supposedly this live action movie that I think is supposed to start filming last week. Maybe. Just uh, kidding. April, I think. <laughs> we have a month for them to get yeah. a script approved, get yeah. locations, costumes. Oh, and all of the cast except for He-Man. So, yeah, yeah that's definitely going to happen, guys. I, I'm, that one, I know that that's one of those trigger things for you more than me. I'm usually the one going, oh, that'd be kind of cool if that happened live action or whatever. But I am cool somebody that, that I'm, I'm having fun just feeding the beast on this one. With Sometimes I'll say these things. But if they've gone that far already... Yeah. It kind of boggles my mind that they won't do something more in the future with the CGI one because the CGI one, it, it does seem to have its own audience. And they're like when I when I was checking out those canceled posts, I feel like there were a ton of people that were actually upset. This is the case, and I'm like, I'm glad that there are more people that are vocal now about it because I not not to you know toot around horn, flyer and flag or anything, but I'd say out of anybody I had been listening to podcast-wise about Masters, you and I have been the ones who have been really staunchly supporting everybody giving this thing a chance and go out there and at least try it. And, yeah. and we have enjoyed it immensely as fans because we, we, we know what the case is with this show. It's not meant for us, but the stories are really driving the show to make us excited to watch it. And, um, I I don't know. It's like, I, I did have like that 
I hope this is not true. But the other part of me is like, until it actually comes from Netflix or from Rob David or even Jeff Matsuda, who was who's also in the creative uh, head of the of the show, like having a writer. And I'm not trying to diminish Amanda at all, but she wrote three episodes. She on, uh, she wrote one episode per season, and that's it. And it's I like I'm not just real quick. I do have the feeling that she was in the writers' room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a little bit more LinkedIn than just that, but yeah. But but it, for me, it's like somebody who's in the upper echelon of that show and an executive position is somebody that I would, if they said, "Oh, it's not coming back," that's when I'd be like, "Well, damn," you know, or whatever. But in the case of of her, it's like, well, okay, she hasn't been called back to do any more work, but maybe she'll be called back, you know. Soon or later. She did also write the uh, Legends from Castle Grayskull book. Yeah, and she she wrote in season one, she did The Hunted, which was the one that introduced uh, Rakaz, I remember right. So I loved that episode, but then she followed it up with season two's Gary the Dragonfly, which had me go. Gary. How can you go from one of Gary? the best episodes of season one? Because I absolutely love that that set up the dynamic of Cringer versus Rakaz. And then we get Gary the Dragonfly. <laughs> he is the best creature since Merman's Flying Fish in like a. So and it, and since you put it in that echelon, imagine how much I love that character. I need to get a custom Gary the Dragonfly. Gary the freaking Dragonfly. So real quick here, because I like to back my stuff up with data, but I don't think to do it until I have actually already spouted nonsense. <laughs> but so, so Netflix. We talked about how they like to split up. Because technically, you kind of touched on it earlier. Technically, Rob David and Mattel made a season of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Then, Netflix, when they release it, they split it up into three parts. So it kind of gets a little weird about the seasons thing. But whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and we, we went over the dates for that. Everyone thinks that this show has to be garbage because it's been six and a half months, and it hasn't been renewed yet. Um, so let's talk about a Netflix show that I think is universally accepted as a hit, and that is Stranger Things. Yeah. So, Stranger Things premiered season one in July of 2016. Its second season was October of 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. Its third season was July of 2019. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's that's two years. Yeah. And its fourth season was May of 2022. Wait, don't that, that's three years. Mm-hmm. It must be garbage. <laughs> it must be canceled. Yeah. Netflix does not operate like ABC, CBS, NBC. Mm-hmm. They don't need their shows to come back every fall. 
and take the Christmas hiatus, come back in the spring and get their, their end of season ratings and then go on a hiatus during the summer and lather, rinse, repeat every year. Yeah. They are not built that way. And they don't go that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just. Stop the sky is falling stuff, guys. Like, I'm not even saying it's coming back. I don't know. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. No, it's, it, it, again, it, her, her making that tweet was to me not an official statement by anybody. That was just her looking at it from a, well, I know it's not renewed. Boom, that's about it. And she's managing expectations. She's going, hey, don't look for this to drop in a month or in a year because we haven't even started on the next season yet. You know? Yeah. That's all she was trying to do was manage the expectations. Like, this is where we're at. Yeah. And honestly, like, we know there's going to be a revolution happening uh, with with the Kevin Smith version of uh, Masters. And... I mean, that one surprised me by how fast it came out. But the thing is, that show also fought a lot of negativity on an uphill yeah. battle from that first part being the way it was for a lot of fans. So I feel like there probably was a little bit of damage control on their part to go, we are going to put out something else after this point. So don't think that all you got from He-Man was the first and the last episodes in this show. And we're also not just going to go in and say you only get two episodes of He-Man. We're going to double down and say there's going to be five more episodes of He-Man versus Skeletor. Okay, that that automatically helped a lot of fans getting more pumped for something new that's going to hit pretty soon. And I don't even know when the date is. Did they even say a date for that? No date. Yeah. So yeah, we just know it's, it's going to happen. The announcement and the poster. That's and it. we will probably find out two weeks before it airs because that's when the trailers hit for these these yeah. things with how Netflix well, it, handled it. So. And Revelation was always a splashy headliner, like, this is the cast, this is what we're doing, yeah. this is, you know, the big announcement and everything. And CGI has always been that under the radar, like, where'd you going to put this out? Mm-hmm. We didn't even know the release date until PowerCon of 2021, and it ended up being a week before it premiered. Like, I remember being at PowerCon 2021, that's when they dropped that uh, teaser trailer, and they're like, yeah, it's coming out next week. Yeah. And there it was. (laughs) Same with season two, season three. There was no big build-up, lead-up, nothing. Before mm-hmm. that, they just announced 26 episodes of a CGI cartoon, and they did the He-Man and Skeletor shadow silhouette posters. Yep. And the next thing we know, we're getting it. Mm-hmm. This show has never been about the big hype. They've just been, here it is. Watch yeah. it. Enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, there was a point leading up to the first, uh, first part of the first season where... I feel like it wasn't it you and I. We were kind of going, "Is this still a thing?" Right. We haven't heard any news about this Nothing. except for um, we saw the behind the scenes stuff that got leaked from Mattel, and we had those posters, but we no, didn't have much. Behind the scenes was on. that was revelation. Yeah, and and 
And for the CGI, there was literally, that was the little that we got. And then all of a sudden that trailer hit Mm -hmm. and I had no expectations going into this one. I was curious what the tone was going to be when that trailer hit. I'm like, this is going to be for me and for my kids because I'm willing to give it a shot and my kids are going to love it because I know what they love. And it's true. It's been working on that front. And that's, you know, I, I will say it is one of those situations where if they come out and say we're canceled, it will feel like a 2000X for me because I really want to see the horde in one way, shape, or form on something. And I know we're going to get it in Revolution probably or maybe Internet. But, you know, this one was CGI, in my opinion, flat out was like, and now here's the horde. You know, like they got that vibe going on with that last... Uh, that last uh, moment between Hordak and, and Evelyn, but you know, it's like, I want more. And on top of that, my son, he loves that show enough that he gets pumped when it's about to come out. And that gave us something to enjoy together. So it's like, I hope it's renewed for the fact that I know my kid really does enjoy watching that show. So yeah, we'll see think, what happens. But I think that yeah. show out of all of them, my kids have enjoyed the most. Um, honestly, probably beyond that, it was the She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Hmm. Like they, that's they both spoke into them. So mm-hmm. it's doing what it needs to. We need to get this mm-hmm. blood in and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's only good for the line. So yeah, we'll see I, I like. I, I like. I'm just gonna say it right now. I like CGI way more than I ever liked the Princesses of Power one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, it's what I wish that Princesses of Power would have been. I if they completely. if they could have gotten away from the politicalness a little bit and kind of leaned a little more into the source material, it could have been. You know? mm-hmm. And that's, well, that's it, the sad part about it. The, the the I I'm thinking about it just now, and it's like there really hasn't been. I mean, the, it's it's been understated. It, there is there are characters on the CGI show like Manny Faces definitely has a thing for Evelyn. We know that we've seen how he reacts, and he's her he's her mute or she's his muse is what I'm trying right. to say. And and um, beyond that, though. They never ever brought up any kind of romantic vibe, like like Adam uh, or was it Adam or He Man is laying on top of Teal or Teal is laying on top of yeah. Emily Rose. are on the first couple episodes, and then she's like, "Oh, don't make it weird or whatever." And they get back up, and it's like, "Oh, well, you know, brush yourself off and get into the fight." Kraz has shown jealousy, but I feel like it's more of like a sisterly thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like she looks at Adam as a romantic person in, in that way. Because they grew up together, and it's like, I like that this show doesn't have to worry about that stuff. Whereas, I don't know, maybe that's the way they viewed it is, oh, it's 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 the princesses of power, so you put the romantic angle in it. But for me, it's like, it didn't even need to go there. And that was one of those, they're doing it because I guess they wanted to, but it didn't right. have to be done. It could have just been really cool adventure stories. With I'm this like right. Scooby gang of Shiva characters, the way they set it up, in my opinion. So the Velma gang. What? Well, but we're not oh. getting that because that's going to be a Snake Mountain after dark kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I agree. I, I've always you don't have to go deep into them. 
when the whole point of the series ends up being the romantic relationship and a toxic one is that, it's like, eh. But, like, there's a place for it, but I've always liked it more implied than anything else. Like, you don't have to go full on. You know, it's because at the end of the day, these shows are supposed to be kids first and foremost. So you want something that they can relate to no matter what age, you know, Mm -hmm. we've had that discussion. Check out our reviews. We did that one live, the finale of Princesses of Power. Yeah, it was fun. We need to do more Not lives. that show. The lives are fun, but I, I, yes. uh, I think back on that finale, I, I still to this day, I'm like, boy. And, and I've seen so... <laughs> the, the worst part about that for me is I've seen so many people thinking that that was the most romantic thing possible, and I'm like, really? Like, if I still... I said it on that episode, so I'll say it, you know, if my daughter got involved in a relationship like that and I knew what it was, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're we're having a long talk about this, but that's just not how it worked on that show. So, yeah, she didn't have mommy and daddy there. <laughs> so, uh, okay. They could have done so much more with that show, so much more. But CGI man, hopefully CGI. it will come back. Rob, Jeff, when you listen to this, you mm-hmm. know, let Calls. us know. <laughs> Don't call us. We'll call you. No, no, definitely call us. So, so real quick, and I know we're trying to do a quickie here anyway, but real quick, uh, let's say there is a fourth season. We know elements of what's going to happen in the fourth season. Thank you, art book. What do you feel they need to tweak to make fourth season stand out more from what we already got? To anything in particular? Ah. Uh... Because there's one thing I know that I, I would like to see differently, but I'm curious if Are you, you talking have... like plot wise or Well plot wise we know it's gonna be different because the art book yeah. has shown us that now Earth is now a, oh, a oh, factor. Spoilers, spoilers, we purposely well, section spoilers and I know at least one guy it. that did bleep skip it. that, so bleep it. We we know there's going to be some things that are really going to be changing on the show. Okay, we'll put it that way. There's definitely going to be um, opening up the world, as it were. Um, beyond that, anything that you think of where you're like, maybe they could do this, or maybe they could do that, or whatever. That that it's like maybe it's just this little thing that you'd like to see different or fine tuned or something like that. I'm, try- I'm trying to answer it without dipping into any of the actual spoilers that we've we've kept under wraps okay. to the best of our ability, but... Until you have to bleep the one that I just did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But... So, I, so, I guess, if anything, I would like... I would like to see the core masters from season one get upgrades, and if it was me, I would make them more in line with their classic, like getting Man-at-Arms mm-hmm. into the green-orange color scheme. Mm-hmm. You know? Gotcha. Um, I think that could go along with Showing them growing 
into their roles, which is something that I speculated for Princesses of Power. And we kind of got it with the She-Ra design, too. That is one thing they kind of nailed as she progressed. The costume, I felt, got a bit more She-Ra. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah, something I would like to see. I would like to see them advancing towards the roles that we're used to. And I think that'd be a nice nod to all of us longtime fans. Okay. And so, it would give them the opportunity to sell more toys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen in the toys, they have, like, different versions. Like, they have the Savage Skeletor coming out now. Yep. And they've had a battle armor He-Man and, and stuff, but it's not the battle armor that we know and right. all that. Um, so the the one that I was thinking of, which was what got me on this topic, is I want there to be a new special move, especially for He-Man, because yeah. we've had lightning strike for three seasons, and. <laughs> I feel like that one to me is like it was great when it first showed up because we didn't realize there was going to be like special moves like in a video game. But now that we've done it, it's like there's always multiple special moves in these video games. And I really would love, I mean, in the in the previous, in the last season in particular, there was a moment where I thought he was going to yell Thunder Punch for, for the first time, yeah. which would have had me like pumped and he didn't yell anything and he punched. But I'm like, Oh, that would have been a perfect moment. So my thing, which is really simple, is I want there to be... I know they've done combos between characters, but I really want there to be a new special move for each character. I would love... Even if they did Thunder Punch for He-Man and they did whatever for the rest of them, but just I want there to be something other than Lightning Strikes for the first time. (laughs) There was, I wish I had it down here, but I don't have a bookcase set up yet, and it's all the way upstairs, but I want to say there was something in the art book. I know they go over the special moves Mm -hmm. and everything, and I thought they said that that was their intention, but then they decided to simplify it um, and just stick to Mm -hmm. the one. That makes me a little sad, because... I, I do like the even if they had three, you would have been able to revolve. You know, like okay, we did that one last episode. We're going to do Thunder Punch this episode. Yeah. We're going to do you know, and I mean hell, Thunder Punch, Flying Fists, and Lightning Strike. Boom, you got three right there. Right. So and, it'd be nice now to see that. So basically, mm-hmm. ours is the same. We want to see some progression. Progression. Progress yeah. their armor. Progress their move sets. Have them mm-hmm. growing into the heroes. Yeah. You know, that they need to be. I know in the art book it said that they're... Because actually Beastman does have multiple. Because he mm-hmm. can conjure... It's a cat. A bird. Mm-hmm. And then actually there's a spider that mm-hmm. they never ended up using in the series. So yeah. he conjures different animals. I didn't even catch it. I didn't even pick up on it watching the series, but reading the book, they're like, yeah, there were there were three animals that he summons, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be these animals that he killed. Like well, he's, the, the yeah, he's the like he's animal. like bringing he's like got their souls. He's holding their souls yeah. in purgatory, and he calls on them in his beast man mode. 
And the, the tiger one is supposed to be one of the ancestors of the tiger tribe right. that he uses to fight Cringer, which when I found that out, I think that was in the art book. Right. When I found that out, like, that's one of those historical things that adds so much flavor to the story, just knowing that. Right. And, you know, like, when, when you think about that, it's like, I love that he's flat out using using uh, Cringer's tribe against him and it's, the, I mean, he already did that, but he's right. using it now on like a whole different level. And that's mm-hmm. still, you know, yeah. it, it paints in such a freaking horrific way. And I love it. And uh, I know they designed a special move for Stratos because originally he was going to use the power of Grayskull like the rest of them. But uh-huh. then during development, they decided, you know, Let's have let's have some of the masters that aren't Grayskull powered, mm-hmm. which I found interesting because at the end of season one, we speculated who could join up next, and I made the comment about I hope not everybody calls on Grayskull that there are just some I, heroes. So I like I like yeah. that they're the creators of this show are having the same discussions that we're having. And that's why I feel like it's in such good hands with Rob Mm -hmm. and Jeff and everybody else that they're, they're, you know, we're speculating this stuff. They're already done planning the season. They're like, don't worry, we got you. We got you, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I I can't pimp that art book out enough either. Like, if you... It's worth it just to read Rap and Jeff's little notes and quotes and everything and, and have them talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm a super fan. I miss stuff. I didn't realize what they were doing with Beastman's spirit animals that he conjured. Like, there's a ton mm-hmm. of stuff, and they were like, yeah, this little thing in the background here is this. I'm like, I completely miss that. So. And I'm. The, the other thing on top of that is it's fun to just see their their thinking mm-hmm. in the designs of these characters because there's actually um, on the Ram Nam uh, yeah. design there's one on there that I really wish they would have gone with even though I, I thought about it in hindsight going I can see why they didn't go there I, I get it is it but that more traditional Ram Man look at like it's the, the the Ram Man headdress piece? It would have been down to the shoulders, so it's more the traditional version. But yeah. then there's her head in there, and when I saw that, it's like they had all these versions where I guess like even like uh, was it going to have like the chains coming out of the shoulders, kind of like how she does on the show, yeah. and those were good. And, and like when I saw that, I'm like, I the other characters are so far removed except for Cringer in my opinion I'll just say you know like yeah. Cringer he feels more battle cat he feels Cringer but the other characters are so unique to compared to what we had as kids that if they would have gone there with her it really would have almost tilted it in a weird way I guess but there was that part of me when you see the old mixed with the new I'm like I really love that design even though they didn't go with it so Oh, I if I was this. on the team, I would have lobbied for that thing like crazy. And when <laughs> they would have had to put me down about it, I still would have needed to have a cry. But then afterwards, I would have still said, but the show's still going to be great. I don't care. So, <laughs> so I think I know the answer, but 
was ba- I don't even think it's as hard as which child to save, but uh, there's a gunman. He's pointing a gun at CGI and at the Revelation universe. Which one do you save? I I will have to save CGI only because the Revelation universe, I still feel like those rules are completely whatever they decide to write versus <laughs> me feeling like I know what should happen in the context of that world. And I mean, yeah. Chris, Chris Wood is an MVP in my opinion, Griffin Newman, but yeah. the CGI series still has me. I will go back and rewatch that even without my kids. And I have not really gone back and watched revelation since we've done the reviews. So I think I've, that says something. I've wanted to, I haven't. Cause I, it's one of those things where it's like with Revelation, if to me it feels like if I start it, I have to finish it. And mm-hmm. we talked about this during the reviews. Like as a whole, it's a decent series. But like sitting down and just popping on, you know, uh, I can't remember their names, but popping on the episode where they travel to Paternia. Like that's not mm-hmm. an episode. Mm-hmm. Like you need the parts before you need the parts after. So, mm-hmm. and like well, you said, it, they they did not get a whole season to explore the world, set up the world. It, it suffers from them having to jump to the end because it's like mm-hmm. we're going to get our chance to tell one story at the time. Yeah. Let's tell it, and I did yeah. it. But again, my issues with it are that it doesn't line up with, like you. It doesn't line up with any canon we've had before. It's cobbled together, and yes, at times it feels like it's cobbled together as whatever was convenient at the moment. Like, we want this to work, so we're going to make it work. I I agree. And the the other thing for me, though, and, and this is probably just coming from my sensibilities right now, is... I felt like watching that series, they tried to push There Is Hope, but I never ever felt hopeful watching that series. I always felt more like I'm I'm mired down in the muck of of what they're going through instead of feeling like there is this light at the end of the tunnel. And when we get to the final episode and we get to... Adam finally turning into He-Man again and you get to have that moment, it's worth it. I'm never yeah. going to tell anybody that that was a bad episode. And, and like, I, I still get chills with that whole, you know, find, find a, what does he say? Find safe place, find a find safe, a safe place. place. Yeah. It, it something. He, say, he says it a little differently, but fi- find, find, find somewhere safe. There isn't anywhere safe. Oh, there's one place behind me. Yeah. And when he did that, I got chills. But when I watched the CGI show, they almost, to a fault, I want to say, there there is this positivity on that show and hopefulness on that show that it fuels me as an adult who, adulting sucks some days. So when you're watching that show and you're seeing, you know, Adam giving everyone the power, you're seeing him realize the gift that he can give these people and you're seeing... You know, the friends never giving up on each other. You're seeing him go to bat for Raz and um, or Kraz. I mean, sorry, and and him him giving the well. There's a whole bunch of 
spoilers I could get yeah. into on the last season, but there, there's a <laughs> lot of, like, even showing, even showing in the first season, Cringer is not disabled. Yeah. They're showing he can, he's adaptable, he still has courage, and it's like, there's so much of that that fuels me, and, and where my spirit is right now, compared to everybody's crying, everybody's sad, and everything sucks. Well, and then we finally get He-Man back for an episode. You know, it's like, that's kind of my problem with it, too. It's, it's, it's just very, very, very like, like, please, God, please God, let something, something optimistic, optimistic to show up in the series eventually. Because we really, really have seen, seen like, we watched Orko die, and, you know, you know we, 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 we had all this other stuff, and we saw Adam die, and all this stuff. It's like, jeez. And that's the problem. At the end of it all, like, Sorceress is still dead. Uh, like, there's irreparable stuff done in Revelation. So at the end, you're still like, well, we made it out, but that sucked. You know, and that's... Exactly. I'm at the point where I'm like, I sometimes we just need a happy ending. And it's not just Masters. Like, this mm-hmm. is a trend that, you know... I... I I think even some of the Marvel stuff's falling into it. I oh, Vox Machina. I just finished the second season of that, which was excellent. But like, even at the end of the season, they couldn't end on a high note. They ended on you know probably the lowest point. And I don't know. It just like sometimes you just need a win, and sometimes it doesn't feel like it's coming. Mm-hmm. So same with you. I. I would like yeah. a happy ending once in a while. Like this, this is our fantasy world. Why can't why can't it be fantasy happy instead of always fantasy gloom and doom? So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it, I don't need it to be filmation again, but I do. I do like the idea that you are showing. Yes, there is sacrifice. And yes, these yeah. characters do fight these battles, both emotionally and physically, to get to the other side. But at least, I guess that's part of why I like that. It's it, yes, it's a kids show, but it's a great way to show kids if you actually have the fortitude to stick with it, and if you keep pushing forward, even though it feels like it's it's difficult. Because as a kid, the minute you come up against the wall, you're like, I'm done. Yeah. But it's showing, just keep going, keep doing this. And even adults, I mean, there's so many times where I'm just like, you know, I hit my own walls one way or the other, and then I want to shut down. And then there's that part of me going, yeah, you can't just keep doing this. You need to actually push forward and progress, whether it hurts or not, in one way or another. And that's what that series is doing for me. So, it, I mean, it, it just... It works for me, and it, it makes me feel like a kid again, and it has that magical quality that is missing in a lot of things that I wish would bring it to me right now. So, yeah. I, and, and if they showed them, like, here he here's Adam maybe going, like, if they don't go traditional vintage He-Man, but they do battle armor He-Man, even, how cool would that be? You know? <laughs> so, Lots to look forward I, I agree. to. I, I hope it gets renewed eventually, or like I said, hopefully Mattel will explore a different avenue. I'd love to take the kids to the theater and see He-Man and the Masters of the Universe 
horde invasion, you know, mm-hmm. on the big screen, two hours. Sure. I mean, I'd be cool with that. He mm-hmm. Man and the Masters of the Universe, Secret of the Sword. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, when we were talking about and discussing that on that one episode, I'm like, I would be interested to see what they do because they already set up a little, little bits to go, okay, it's deserved here versus it feeling like they're just doing it. You know, that's, I think, the thing about yeah. this series that matters the most for me on that. And you know, you know me, the minute Ordak showed up on that screen, I'm like, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, exactly. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> All right, guys. That was our quickie. Let us know. Are you looking forward to more episodes of CGI? If so, go watch it on Netflix because that is the number one thing to help a show on Netflix get more episodes is them seeing that people are watching it. So if you haven't watched it yet, check it out. Tell Matt and Sean sent you. And uh, yeah, we might be back with episode 100. We might be back with episode 99 and three quarters. Who knows? But we'll see what we great, feel like. <laughs> we got some great content coming your way. We got a big surprise, hopefully soon. And, uh, yeah, Sean, anything you want to say to our wonderful viewers? Watch the show. Go out there, watch the show. For the love of God, if there's any Christmas present that Mattel and Netflix could give me, it would be saying there is a season four coming down the pike some somewhere, and you will see me. I will. I will on this show do a dance of joy when we get that news. And I'm not gonna say if. I'm gonna say when we get that news. If it actually happens that it's canceled, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> Gonna just look. I'm gonna look as morbid and 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 whatever as Eva Lynn did when she looked into the freaking universe and said, "It's <laughs> nothing." <laughs> so, all right, guys. Yeah, thanks for following. Check out the links down below. Click like, share, subscribe, all that. And until next time, go watch. Oh, come on. Oh!